720 WGN. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth here on the stream. That's a lovely tune. Are you having a problem with your headphones? Situation. You have a very panicked look on your face right now. You know, we have a real earphone situation at this stage. Well, all the cords are very tangled. Now I can hear. Okay. okay. It, it, it's not right. I mean, one ear works, the other doesn't. Oh. I mean, we've had these headphones a minute also. They're from the Ford administration. <laughs> like your phone. Like my phone. <laughs> like the milk my mother used to make us drink. Oh. I'd be like, Mom, this is expired. She'd be like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's good for two years after the expiration date. Oh, no, no Mom. She didn't say that. But I was like, uh, Mom, it's a month ago. Just just drink it. Yeah. I did what she said. No, no. Oh. The excellent Jasmine Cooper's like, I've got better headphones for you. Here we go. These are from uh, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Carter administration. <laughs> Which is much better. Much better. I'll switch them at a break. Well, so we, we touched on a lot of things on the show today a little bit earlier. We were talking about resolutions. Uh, I want to touch on that again yes, a little I bit more. Yes, I would love to hear more. Because um, we were, we, we had, there was a lot there as we started yeah. to unpack it, yeah. I think. Um, but, you know, something we were talking about last time was like a family tree stuff. I told you how I took the DNA test and it didn't quite it's making me redo yeah my family Rethink tree cuz I'm tree. well you know cuz there were people from some countries that I was like well that person couldn't be related to me and then I took the DNA test I was like whoops they could they probably awesome. are in fact they are so so as I mentioned I'm kind of going back through and rechecking every single person. I've, I've been saying all this time, like, if two pieces of evidence exist, I'll add them to the tree. Now I'm looking for more in the range of four or five, at least. Yeah, because you just don't know. You don't know. You know, You're I want to. very, very thorough, which I'm I like. I'm being very thorough. Because it's your family tree. I mean, it's. And I want to get it right. And I right. want to find out all this stuff. I mean, I, I really, I, I want to connect with people. Yeah. I mean, I've connected with one person, um, in France. I already knew, like, I've all, my whole life, I've been told, you are Alsatian, which is right. there from the French German borderland. Um, and I have since connected with someone from there who's That's a cool. lovely person. That's really cool. And she, um, we kind of figured out the last Guth she met. Um, who visited from You'll have to go visit. the U.S. Oh, that's already in the works. I got to visit her. Yeah. Good. How far is it from like Paris? Is that, well, I mean, it's, it's on the far, oh, so far. southeast yeah. border, but like Paris know. isn't that big. I mean, France. France isn't that big. Right. It's not like India. Right. I mean, you can get around. It's, it's going to be so cool. It's going to be whenever cool. that happens. Mm. So anyway, anyway, so part of rechecking all the, all the stuff is that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like, a looking at cause of death and making sure I have their death date right and all this stuff. And and it's fascinating. Like, you can see shifts in, in what killed people mm. when. It's it's fascinating. Oh, my gosh. It's fascinating. And it, it, some of it's so creepy. Well, like these old diseases. Old-timey like, diseases. The other thing that I'm, I'm interested in old-timey diseases, because guess what? Why? They're making a comeback. They really are. I always, cause I, just, is it cause like vaccination stuff? Well, it's because it is because of basically overuse of antibiotics. Oh, we've right. got a big problem. We get antibiotics for everything. Oh, and I don't like to take them because no. they cause me troubles. Sure. In Ladyland. And, um, oh, they throw stuff off. Yeah. Oh, they really cause troubles. Um, but so <laughs> trouble in Ladyland. <laughs> that's the name of my new <laughs> sitcom. Um, but yeah, I was, I, I was always like, fascinated by the plague 
fascinated by the plays <laughs> just because there's plays about it. There's, you know, I just was to read about it. I mean, in a horrified way. I mean, I'm not like excited. <laughs> Yay, well, plague. Well, pandemic and like the, the yeah. nature of contagion is interesting. Yeah. So here's, here's the deal. And there's a whole underground of, of Edinburgh. What? Because of like, oh, that's right. See, I like that kind of stuff. There's like the very cavernous tunnels, tunnels underneath Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, because people like d- during during plague times, like if you show the signs, get yourself down to the sub city, die down there, don't mess with us. Oh, I thought it was the people went down there to escape, but they. Made oh the, no! Oh no! You went down there if you had the plague. So the plague doctors would wear the plague doctor masks. You know, that look like birds. <sighs> yes. And the the noses were filled with like. Um, lavender and frankincense like all kind of herbs and stuff that they believed kept the plague away and the plague doctors would go down there and attend to you it's very creepy down there i i would like not want to visit that actually it's cool it's i mean mean, it's a fascinating city and that's a cool i'd be like i'm gonna get sick i'm gonna get sick well it was like 1530 so it's it's probably there's been some lysol down there You'd think, but plague happens so here's yeah it really does so the plague is you can get it from fleas um, I think that's, isn't that how it spread in, yeah. the, in the Great Plague? And they infected rodents, and then it was just terrible. Um, so they're treat- it can be treated with antibiotics, but how about this? A 16-year-old girl from Oregon was sickened and hospitalized after being bitten by a flea on a hunting trip that she... Uh, she was bitten and she got the actual plague. She was, she, they gave her antibiotics and she's okay. But this stuff is still Can around. Can you imagine? No. If we called the bosses and we're like, um, can't oh come God. in today because, um, I, um, I, I have got the, the plague. plague. They'd be like, get into work. <laughs> You're not getting us some. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, um, there's affecting the lungs. Is that's the bubonic plague? Yeah. There's types. There's types. And then there's, um, Affecting the blood, the septemic, septs, septicemic, step, yeah, sepsis, whatever sepsis. Yes, you are, you are correct. So that's all blood. You. There's blood. And then there's pneumonic. That's like pneumonia spelled like P-N. So we could call and, and trick the bosses. We'll just be like, no, 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 no. That's no, no, not bubonic. bubonic plague. I have pneumonic plague. I'd, I'd be like, I have a septis. <laughs> I have be like, you can't even say what no. you have. Yeah, right. So anyway, you could, that still exists. I thought it was gone. Well, I, th- I, th- feel like so for for a minute i was working on a project that took me to new mexico for a little while for like a year or so and uh just under and there there are some cases of the plague that happen like in the southwest i want to be informed whenever this happens it happens there was uh in madagascar there was an outbreak of the plague earlier this year Wow. So it's not eradicated, but it's but, it's lessened. It's certainly not the pandemic it was in the 1500s. But here's my question, too. The symptoms are just like any other situations. Fever, chills, headache, and swollen lymph glands. I think they take on very, they take very fast, and it's very severe. And it says if it's not treated within 24 hours. You're pretty much done. Yeah, you're done for. So go to the doctor. Uh, no, I ain't going to the doctor. Okay, but you could have the bubonic plague. I don't have the plague. Okay. Well, let me know if you do. I don't even I want to study your symptoms. Nothing's wrong with me. Um, Why would I have the plague? I, you do not have the plague. <laughs> Neither of us have the plague. Um, but it's still around. You don't think of it, but it is. You know what else? Mumps and measles. Well, that, yeah. I Did think you, that has more to do with, with vaccination that, stuff. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really does. And but, I don't want to get into that, you know. No, the anti-vaxxers. I don't want to get... Do whatever you want. Yeah, it's a f- you do what you want and what your conscience tells you to do. Yeah, that's so there you yeah, go. Work it out, but um, but but be mindful that not having your child inoculated only works if everyone around you is inoculated. 
Correct. So it's a little bit of... you got to think outside the box here. You have to think of the greater public good here. And that's all I'm going to say about vaccinations. Yeah. I have strong opinions about that, too. But we should said the not. woman who has not had a tetanus shot in like 15 years. OK, bye. No, you only need them every 15 years. So no, 10. Oh, OK. Well, I haven't had one either. So don't cut me. OK, don't fall on uh, any metal. rusty nails. Yeah. yeah, no rusty nails. So, so mumps and measles. Yeah. Tuberculosis, which is actually very scary to me because tuberculosis is 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 uh, obviously deadly. It it still kills between two and three million people each year. Two and mil- three million people. That's a lot of people that die from any particular. Um, yeah, so so it, it's not not here um, usually. Um, it, it is globally that they that they that they're um, killed, but it's 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 resurgence is here too. There's nine thousand four hundred and twenty one cases reported in the U.S. And that's another example of uh, something they're attributing to that's being attributed anyway to um, antibiotic resistance. Yeah. So the more right. So we just have to take them more sparingly. I mean, you know, it's hard when your doctor says take this to go. I don't know if I want, but. The other thing to know is like if you were ever in in um, young adulthood or childhood affected with anything or exposed to tuberculosis to TB, it can come back. So I, I guess that. what they're saying is just know your medical history, so that way you can say yes, I I, I was exposed. I've been exposed to that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's you know stuff like scarlet fever. I so even... I had my grandfather's sister died of of scarlet fever oh. when she was like four. Um, she was a twin and. Um, and one of the twins died. She had scarlet fever and she, she was little. Um, and I think, I, I think it, I, I mean, I think it took her quickly, but not, not without suffering. I mean, it's a terrible way to go, but it seemed like so many people, um, you know, went things like that weren't. It wasn't weird to die of the flu or even not that long ago. That's right. And there's the book, The Velveteen Rabbit. And that's all about the scarlet fever. He had to burn all the toys. He had to burn all the toys because, you know, it's super, super uh, contagious. So So diseases are coming back because we're too reliant on our antibiotics. antibiotics. And we should not. Well, you know, in, in Europe, you can get antibiotics at your local drugstore. Yeah, you don't need a prescription. At least here we need a prescription. But maybe, yeah, di- whatever. That's a whole thing of overprescribing. That's a whole other show. But I definitely feel like, again, it comes back to mindfulness. It's like, what are my symptoms? What is my history? How do I know that this medicine or drug is going to interact with me? Or do I not know? Get educated and then make a decision whether or not you're going to take it. Even if someone says, you must take this. You I've always told to. any any doctor, like, just prescribe prescribe for me the least amount of anything possible the lowest possible dosage i don't need to blast the sniffles with anything how about i just rest for a couple days like i'm not going to die it's okay if i just rest and i'm uncomfortable for a couple days right and are you on the fever camp of of let it burn or take take something to reduce fever do you mean ibuprofen and stuff yeah oh i don't think taking ibuprofen i will take ibuprofen for a fever um but i don't if it gets really bad, like if it's, if you know, if it's 102 or 3, I'm going to do something. But yeah. I'm not like reach for the ibuprofen for every... My mother, my mother would say, I swear, I'd say, Ma, I don't really feel... I feel kind of like my leg hurts. Take some ibuprofen. Uh, Mom, I, I would say, Mom, in the doctor's office or waiting room, I'd say, I'm hungry. She'd give us ibuprofen. <laughs> 
eat the ibuprofen. Here's also some ibuprofen. Also one that make your stomach bleed. Also, take it on she didn't know what was happening. She tried. She tried. But yeah, no, I'm not a reacher for a My mom's answer to everything was everything. What? Since I entered womanhood, as they say, yeah. right? Anything. You'd be like, mm, my ankle really hurts. Are you pregnant? Oh, that. I, yeah, that's her answer to everything. My grandmother's answer to everything is better have a, a glass of buttermilk. <laughs> Two Anything. totally different. Totally different. Things. You'd be like, man, I got a headache. You know, you might be pregnant. Like, I don't think that I am. We're we're good right now. I think I have a headache because life is hard. Right. I think I'm just stressed out because um, my glasses are a little old. The other thing is uh, for any ailment, a lot of uh, Colombians, but also other Latinos, uh, Vicks VapoRub or Beaks VapoRub. My mom puts Vicks VapoRub all over her entire nose and mouth every something. night. My dad used to call it the anti-Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have the same. I I use it. I put it on the bottoms of my feet. What does that do? Okay, so supposedly it draws out the sickness through your feet. Look. Okay. I don't folklore. Okay. Okay. Jasmine Cooper shaking her head like what? <laughs> so, but I love Beaks Vapor Rube, as my grandma used to say. Beaks, ba- get that Beaks Vapor Rube. I'd be like Vicks Vapor Rub. Let her, let accents be. Yeah, accents are did. beautiful. She did fine. I didn't, I, but I do put it on uh, the slightest thing. I put it under my nose. Uh huh. No. And, and on my chest. Well, but it's got all that petroleum and st- just little eucalyptus oil. See that I should sh- I should totally move yourself into the eucalyptus on the- camp. Is that all that's in there? It's eucalyptus oil and petroleum, but then a bunch of like heavy petroleum Chemicals. products. Yeah, oh, that doesn't go sound straight right. for the. The eucalyptus. other thing is, people use that as moisturizer for their eyes. Oh my god, your eyes will pop out of your head. I don't know to get rid of wrinkles. Apparently, how about just. This comes from the same woman, though, that I knew that said for cellulite on your thighs, rub white onion all over it. <laughs> what? I think I know some real weird people, but that's okay. Um, they, they're doing their best, too. But in, what in does the white case, onion do? It's supposed to get rid of cellulite. I don't know. I just remember Look. being in a play with her when I was 21, and she was probably 28, and I walked into the dressing room. And this is a relative or just a friend? A friend. Okay. And she was rubbing this onion no. on her legs, and I said, what are you doing? And she said, oh, it, it gets rid of cellulite. No, no, no. I'm like, you smell terrible. Also, everyone has cellulite. Also, it's what skin does. I don't think that's going to work either. Also, I'm pretty sure that's not going to work. Another friend I know rubbing alcohol all over her. What? To help with wrinkles. Look, people do some weird stuff. That could be a whole other show. Weird home remedies. Rubbing alcohol to dry out your... That sounds horrible. It's not good for you, but I I remember her walking. I learned a lot of these things as a young adult. Let's have crazy folk remedy hour. Yeah. (laughs) I have some there are, white onion. Also, then you would smell so bad if you rubbed white onion all over your thighs. Try the white onion on your thighs and Vicks Vapor Rube all over your no. other parts. And on your eyeballs. This sounds like a very uncomfortable existence. It sounds like you're going to die if you do that. Or so, no, your partner will. Whoever you're, you know, <laughs> lucky enough to have a partner. Whatever person chooses to lay next to you over that. Maybe they don't have a sense of smell or something. But in yeah. any case, diseases are making a comeback. And I want to say, whether you get a flu shot or not, I have no, that's a personal choice. But I do want to say, let's try to take care of ourselves during this ho- this holiday season because people get sick a lot because of the stress and the yeah. change of weather. Well, I think stress probably, you know, knocks our immune system down a little. I feel it quick. Like the first thing, my tail is I'll have like a little Me bit. Too. Of a sore throat. Me like, too. Not, it's not a full blown sore throat. It's just a rough. little tickle. Yes. I'm like, you know, I need Here to. I need to chill because I'm. Well, what do you do? You rest. You, Amy Guth. Well, there's a delicious tea called Throat Coat. Oh yes, I like that. I enjoy. I'm not a huge fan of that one. Um, 
flavor in it. Uh, is it anise? It's like yeah, a, that oh licorice. Mm-hmm. I bet you don't like black jelly beans either. I hate them. Love them. No, no. What I so you do throat coat. What I do is a little uh, garlic and garlic water. Yeah, and yeah. lemon. Sure, and a little bit of honey and gargle. I don't Ooh, drink that. I gargle. That sounds like I would throw up. Oh, you? How do you gargle that without throwing up? I don't. Ugh. Oh, no, no. Nothing as bad as the Beaks maple root. <laughs> Also, you know what? Uh, speaking of that, they used to put a glob on in in their mouth on the in the for the throat. What? My relatives? Yeah, they would eat it too. Not eat it but again. Petroleum based. I know. I'm going to educate Wait, my relatives. They would put it in their mouths. Yeah, like to protect the throat from the sore throat. I know. So Amy Goose looks really <laughs> concerned right now. No, I I don't do this. But I'm telling you, I grew up with some real folklorey people, some real folksy, uh, folksy folks. So anyway, I'm not going to do that. But I am going to take care of myself. Please do. But no Beaks Bapo room. Please not. I'm going to do eucalyptus. Anyway. Eucalyptus essential oil will do the job that your Vicks Vapor Rub does without the chemicals. Vicks I'm just going to sue you. I know. They're going to be like, would you please not tell people to not? I know they're going to be so mad at me. That's okay. Anyway, Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy. We're going to take a little break, do some news, all that good stuff. Back in just a bit here on 720 WGN. Seven twenty WGN. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy here on the stream. We are on the stream. <laughs> I'm still having. <laughs> you're still having some issues with the headphone hey, situation. The, the right one works and the left one doesn't on a uh, lot of these. Yeah. So. Anyway, we are in. We're on the stream. We're on the seventh floor. And you were just talking about some kind of different folk remedies. That remedies. You- That's folk folklore. Folk remedies. With Gen B. Yeah, they're different. I mean, I'm willing to try anything, but that's... No, you I don't know that I'm going to rub an there's even, white onion on my no, legs even, to reduce cellulite. Even weirder ones, which I won't get into because they're kind of gross. So um, <laughs> tell me off the air. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. If you want to know, I'll tell you off the air. I do. I'll tell I, you. I think I want to know. Yeah. Anyway, a little bit earlier on the show, yeah. we were talking about um, the stress that can come with the holidays and how, it, you know... Anytime it's kind of mandated to be happy and jolly. Be happy. Be happy. Do it. Do it. Now. You know, then it's kind of like, it's like this. Serenity now. Yeah. Well, you can't. Yeah. Oh, we should totally be celebrating Festivus tomorrow. I don't even know what that is. From Seinfeld. I- Festivus for the rest of us. And he had like a pole and you, um, there's, um, it's like instead of a tree, it's a big pole. A pole. And you decorate the pole and oh. then you do, um, there are feats of strength. Oh, you have to I, I have, display feats of strength. I wasn't a big Seinfeldian. But then there's time for the airing of the grievances. Oh, I like that. It's the best. Oh, I did a whole Festivus thing last year on the air. I was like, it is time for the airing of the grievances. And people called and they aired their grievances. And it was so fun and funny. And the listeners cracked me up so much. Oh, that sounds awesome. Maybe we should do that. We did not do feats of strength because I figured that'd be hard for radio. It's a weird radio. But I said, like, you're free to tell me about your feats of strength. Yeah. So. Feats of strength. I, I was just thinking of my own. I, I have zero. Well, a woman called and she said something about like, you know. Emotional. I like, yeah. She was like, I did this and I'm going to call it strength because I went through it and I made it. I was well, like, that right I on. That's do. a feat of strength. Yeah, that I, can, I can't yeah. have moved cars or anything. Although. Have you tried? Well, here's here's an interesting thing. When Once when I was young and uh, my dad took me to Wrigley Field for a, a Cubs game, they um, someone had blocked them in. 
these men lifted a car, <laughs> like awesome. 40 of them, <laughs> lifted this one person's car who was blocking everybody like, and moved have... it over. That's awesome. And I thought, I'll never see something like this again, probably. Pay attention. I was like eight. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Take mental pictures. Yeah. It was right when I was watching Ripley's Believe It or Not, too. So I was like, this should be on that show. Yeah. And everyone was like, be quiet. We're trying to move a we're car. We're trying to move a car, little girl. Car. Please move. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we were. We were talking about holiday stuff. Yeah. Holiday. Be happy. Darn it. Yeah, there's that. So there is a great piece um, that Harvard Business Review has about how to come back from the holidays feeling refreshed. Because mm. I think, you know, I know I'm guilty of this. I say this. I'll go, okay, I'm going to take advantage of this time while no one's emailing me and doing stuff. Which is never. I'm going to work ahead a little bit. But then if everybody thinks that, it's actually not any different. In fact, it's sometimes more email. They just say things like, don't respond to left of the holiday. Right. Oh, that gets me. Speaking of airing of the grievances, when Tell they're me. like, there's no hurry on this, but, and there's like a bullet point of things I have to do. No hurry on this, but if you later. could let me know by tomorrow, yeah. the following things. Or even what? just, even just, um, yeah, don't do this now, but, and I'm a doer. So I see the thing. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll wait to do these things when you just said, especially if it's a person that's like my boss, right. you know, my old boss used to do that. Or when it's like, um, you know, no hurry, but you know, after, you know, on Monday, let's talk about this, isn't this? It's like this. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to put this grenade on the table. I'm going to take the pin right. with me. Don't right. worry about it. Right. Just, just, it's fine. It's I fine. Never do that to people. No, because that's all you can think about. You do that if you want to ruin someone's vacation. Well, or I was just going to say, you do that also if you, if you ha- um, have someone in your life that doesn't care, that will just be like, oh, whatever, we'll talk Monday. But those of us who are like, I don't no, know no, people like that. No, I don't either. But I'm just saying, like, w- I, I care. So I will do the thing. So anyway, yeah, I can leave from vacation feeling like I need a vacation. Sometimes. Right. So this piece, and if you follow me on Twitter, I will tweet this piece out a little bit because I think it's pretty interesting. Um, from Harvard Business Review, the the first thing it asks you to do is to figure out your default holiday mode. Are you more couch potato? Do you just kind of like... You know what? Want to veg out? I'm going to send my last email and be like, peace out. I'll talk to you guys in the new year. And I'm just going to veg out. Or are you like the holiday humbug where you're like, I'm just going to, like me, I'm going to work right through it and get ahead. Da, 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 da. Or are you kind of like work? I don't know. They describe this as the work holiday. Okay. Um, where you just become like workaholism for all the holiday right. stuff. So you just like, you're still rushing. Rush through all the holidays. You try to see a million people. Yeah. You try to buy a million gifts for a million different people. That is basically working. And what you're doing is you're working, just not getting paid for it probably. I had a resolution a couple of years ago, no rushing. Uh-huh. It took two years for it to take for me to break the habit, but it was a good one. Uh, rushing. No is- more rushing. Like, I don't I'm just, like to I'm, rush. I'm just, I would put what I, how I broke that habit was I would put it in my calendar. And then I would put a little buffer in, ahead of it in the calendar. Yeah, so I am terminally early. So I am just early, early, early. You're an early bird. And it's great. I'm never late. However, there's something to be said for being too early. It can be not the greatest because you can, I can get nervous, like it's for an audition or an interview or something mm-hmm. like that. If I'm too early, I get in my head. I'm judgy, judge or Saul against myself and others. Judgmental giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't, that's not a great thing. Yeah. So to be kind of early is good, but not like, like if you give yourself, yeah, yeah. If you give yourself too much time to think about stuff, it'll get you worked up. It's, yeah, not I get a that. great idea. I get that. Unless you can sit in your car and meditate, you know, and I find it hard to do and that. And that sounds dangerous, like you'd get carjacked, so yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. 
so yeah so that's so the work we got a workaholic so i think you know part of not rushing you got to just like build time in your calendar to not rush like i'll put travel time i'll put yeah make sure you're dressed and out of the house by this time you leave a buffer do you leave like a 15 minute buffer if i can ask because my buffer is too buffery it's too i have like a half hour i'm always early a half hour to places i generally i know exactly how long it takes me door to door from here to from my house to here so like my wgn buffer is 35 minutes yeah because i know walking out of the house to the to the bus stop right waiting for the bus give it 10 minutes because if i miss that one i'm going to stand there for a little while sure and then how long it, i mean i don't live too far so but no, right. if i miss the bus so if i'm early i'll only be like 10 15 minutes early that's like perfect yeah i love a 15 minute early slot and then you're fine and yeah. then you can stop you can like yeah. have a little water tinkle yeah. all the things you need to do so yeah i mean i think it's good to respect which kind of holiday people right so here is the advice from from very smart people at Harvard Business Review. Um, set sustainability goals for your holiday, meaning your own energy tanks, mm. like maybe a little what I was just describing. Um, how much you want to sleep, how much you want to exercise, how much you want to spend, how much work you're going to allow yourself to do. Like decide, plan it out. And I think a lot of times we, I would say this too, there's a lot of pressure on women uh-huh. this time of year to craft and cook. Craft and cook. There's a lot of pressure on women to do that kind of stuff right now and perform those roles. Yeah. So if that's something that brings you joy, great. If not, maybe delegate it or get other people involved. So at least you're not doing it alone or whatever. Um, and then build, build that time in. Cause I think sometimes we'll go like, okay, I'm going to work till five and then I got to get home and cook this. Oh, but I got to stop and buy this gift. But then you just added a half hour. It starts to feel a little unmanageable. Yeah. So, so there's, their advice is schedule all that out. Um, pri- prioritize processing time, which oh. is a hard one. I, I've just started putting that in my calendar once a week. Um, in fact, I think I need to step it up because I always carry like a reporter's notebook and I just scribble notes all day. Oh. And then once I turn a page, I have to remind myself to go back and look through all those notes because there's to do's, there's deliverable. I gotcha. You know what I mean? And sometimes I'm like, oh crap, that was five pages ago and I totally. So processing time, meaning time to, to sit at- down and deal with your email, time to sit oh. down, and go through your notes. You know, once it's on my to do list, it's on there forever. It'll never fall off. So you take the notebook and then make a to-do list? I've got like a big to-do list. So I'll go through the notebook and be like, okay, I, cause you know, you're sitting in a meeting or something. You're like, oh yeah, Jen, I'll do that for you. And you write a little thing. You're like, send Jen this thing that I made. Whatever. So I used to, uh, at work, follow my boss with a tape recorder because he talked so fast that writing did not work. Wow. So I had this tape and I could do that. So I planned. I, I think what I, I like what you're saying here is plan, plan, plan some time to do these certain things. Yeah. Like have a schedule because what happens to me over the holidays too, my schedule goes out the window because I do a million jobs and so I have to create I don't really ever. My schedule's always batty. It is, but I mean, at least if I can schedule the self-care stuff in, yeah, yeah. that might help. The the eating, the sleeping, the because my schedule's crazy, too. Mm-hmm. I run around, whether it's the holiday or not. But I think pl- trying to plan as much as possible. You can't plan everything. No. Especially not when you're, you know, have a million jobs. But you can plan to still, for me, I can plan to still take care of my basic needs yeah. so that I don't get crazy. Right. <laughs> I also build in a little time twice a week. I have... Uh, uh, a 90 minute block twice a week okay to to do the work i promise people you know because it'd be like um okay so i'll make this you know google doc and then i'll send it to you and you knew this but it's like at some point i gotta sit down and make that google doc it's true so i put there's one on tuesday and one on friday 
Wow. And I'll just, so I'll just move those things to the counter, be like, do that Tuesday, do this. Oh. Make this document, you know, like, and it's a lot of time it has nothing to do with work. Sometimes it's like, I, I mentor some people, sure. some young women. And so it's like, okay, I'll send you this. I can't send you the whole spreadsheet because it's got maybe like data. Sure. That I can't share or something, but I can give, but, but the template you're looking for, I can do it, but I got to take a minute, take all that yeah, data I mean, out. You know, you got to do, like, do those little tasks. And it's to, and you are doing what you said you do, which is huge. Right. And also my question is during those 90 minutes, do you make sure your phone's out? Can you, I, I flip it over onto, um, do not disturb. Okay. So if you get like, it done, none's going to, you know, no, no big emergency will happen in no. 90 minutes. No. And if it does, someone else can deal, can work with and it. And I, I, and halfway in there, I take a little break. Okay. So you check stuff, but it's not like you're, uh, yeah, because my thing is I get distracted and we'll do something else if the phone rings or if whatever. Like turn, if, I, you know what? Turn I, off the notifications. I can't with the notifications. Yeah. So you turn the volume off. No, I just do I mean, the do not disturb switch and I'll take everything off. Okay. Great. Like everything will just be. I did that yesterday and I have to tell you, it felt really good. Yeah. Mm. To really, really focus. I think that's more of that stuff our brains are missing that we were talking yeah. about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the other things on this list, set goals for the next year and spend time planning how to achieve them. I think that's really key. Yeah. So I'd be like, I want to. Well, it's the steps in between making the goal and getting it done. There's a process. And you have to plan. And it's, you know, like a, a goal can seem like a big, hairy, awful thing. Like a huge, yeah. They say if you, if you, you need to learn how to eat the frogs manageably. I know that sounds crazy, but the, the, you don't yeah. eat a frog all at once. Bottom line. I thought it was an elephant. Whatever. Well, don't eat elephants. They're precious creatures. Please don't eat, and probably not a frog either. But the point is small steps, manageable goals to get to the, the bigger goal. Because, right. Here's what happens to me anyway. If I have like a, big honking goal way off in the distance like for me it'd be running a marathon it stays like way over there right but if it's like today i just need to run around the block right that and is manageable like, i did it i did chunk, that thing you know what my uh, husband would say and other people chunk it down chunk it down chunk, chunk it down, down. I like chunk that. it down chunk it down yeah that's good and then it makes you stress out less and and it's like it's easy to be like oh, i'm a loser i didn't write my book again right Blah. and then it's a cycle then it's like well i'm not going to start because i can't finish i mean it's a whole thing so chunk it man down. our brains are terrible well <laughs> our brains really, do terrible things to us they really have helped us and they also really can continue to punch us in the face yeah right well, good talk. <laughs> good talk. Good, good talk. talk. Good talk. Um, anyway, check out this piece from Harvard Business Review. Lots of good advice in there. Um, and you know what? I'd say this too, as a footnote, you're free to ignore all of it and do none of it and be like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to do it all the same way. You can't stop me, Amy yeah, Guth. Whatever. Fine. fine. If you care. think Gen B is just out of, you know, if you think Guth and Gen B are saying weird stuff, then do, do what you want. I'm just saying this is, we're no fascists here. No. You do what you want. If you want to be, if you were listening earlier, if you want to be like Kim Kardashian and have your last meal being a New York slice of pizza, I say go for it. We were talking about foods that people really love and last, you know, stars talking about their favorite foods. And look, I'm not going to be a hater on the pizza. Do what you want. Uh, just just tips from, you know, smart people at Harvard. <laughs> sure, sure. Sure, sure. I, yes. I, I can't wait to give you your gift. Oh, we can't do it yet because I don't have your stuff together yet. It doesn't matter. I love giving gifts. We have like a whole thing next week. We have That's time. okay. Today. I, I love giving gifts. I'm a gift giver, lover. Okay. I'm a Libra. We love gifts. Is that true? Yeah. Libras love giving gifts and getting them, but mostly giving them. I know a lot of Libras. I love it. I don't, there's something about it. And it's not even just this time of year. 
I, it, it makes me really happy to what happens to me is I pay attention to things people mention. Mm-hmm. I let write it down and then I go search for it. I have a Google Doc all year long when people mention stuff. I'll like put their name yeah. in a little thing in there. We pay attention. So then it comes time for birthdays and I was like, oh yeah, Jen mentioned that one yeah. time that she really she'd, li- she'd like an antelope. I have no idea where to get an antelope. Well, work on put it on the Google Doc. Jen, I'll work on it. Jen B. I'll work on it. Well, so we're back in... Uh, on Christmas Eve, we're going to do the Christmas Eve we've, extravaganza. We certainly are. We're in for uh, Frank Fontana. Mm-hmm. We've got some guests. We, you know, you and I do not do a lot of guests. We do not. We usually just sit here and talk. Yeah, we're going to have some guests. We're going to be talking about some healthy choices. Healthy choices. Um, I have a, a friend of mine and a, a colleague of sorts, uh, Jason Acevedo, who's a comic. He's going to come on and talk about what he's doing. He's a lovely human being. And he's doing some funny He's doing all stuff. kinds of stuff at Laugh Factory and Second City. And he does a lot. And he's, I think you like him. That's Great. I can't fun. wait to meet him. Yeah. That's awesome. It's going to be fun. So we're going to, we're going to make you laugh. We're going to do some, all the things. It'll be good. Some Christmas Eve magic. But we still have time here. Oh. We still have plenty of time to sit here and talk about some stuff. Oh. What is, since we're on the holiday theme. Sure. And you mentioned gifts. What is the weirdest gift you've ever gotten? Oh. I once got, let's see, what is the weirdest gift? Oh, I know what I got. I got a picture frame from a boss that I thought was the, um, let's just say the ugliest thing I've ever gotten. <laughs> and this boss was, you know, was a, a you know, a, a lovely human and had a lot of money. And, but I have to admit, I, <laughs> I judged the frame i thought this is the ugliest thing i've ever seen so i had that gift and i came home from from to chicago from la and i had the gift and i said to my mom look at this being real judgy judge herself uh-huh. judgy giraffe and she said jen do you realize that's a blank 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 oh, it was like a fancy kind? it was like a tiffany it was like i don't know if they make frame i don't know but it was some kind of fancy fancy saw crazy gift fancy-sol. that she was like Jen. And so, not that money is everything, but the point is, it was some collectible, you know, some collector's item. And I just thought, well, this is, it just goes to show you don't know what you're getting. And I kept it and my mom kept it and I still have it. But that was weird because it was a picture frame and I it was just a weird looking modern art. But here's the thing. thing. Here's the thing. Your initial reaction was your real one. Yeah, it's true. It's not an item that you thought was beautiful. Not for me. It It was weird. Please you. Is it up in your house or is it in storage? It's a storage. Okay. Okay. That what, was what is it doing for you? Why do you nothing? Why? I should probably sell it, but sell it. Uh, but it, it was weird. You have the story forever because you know what? It was a frame with nothing in it too. That's all. Uh-huh. It would be if it were if it were like coworkers or like be like, look, it's a picture of us that time we went and did this fun thing. It was blank. Oh, okay. that's weird. So, what about you? Did you get any weird? stuff i also i mean i've gotten you know the thing is i always tell people don't give me anything and they listen <laughs> so, oh i'm not gonna listen <laughs> they listen so that. um I, you know this was not a uh a, a, a weird bad gift it was a weird cool gift okay um i had a coworker who um got several of these for for like the little group of us sure um he got it's a service. It's like the International Star Registry, and you can name a star for oh, somebody, yeah. like designate it. And he named one for uh, you know all of us in the group. That um, is so cool. And that that person has since um, passed on, and so you know I have that little certificate. Do you and, have it? It's in your your name. I mean, it's named. Yeah, after yeah. You? It's a particular star. It's like oh. off to the side of Cassiopeia, and um, 
one time I was in very rural Vermont near the Canadian border and I was able to see and figure out where it is. Like you can't see it here. Right. Of course. Because of, you know, light pollution. But yeah, you can, I mean, if, if you're in a really, uh, dark, area that's rural a beautiful area. gift i thought that was a lovely gift yeah it was yeah. it was very thoughtful and creative i mean some people are like oh that's a scam like stars can't be owned you're right i can I, and i will never visit it but it doesn't matter it was like the thought and every it's time i thought. every time i look up you know and i see cassiopeia right there i'm like oh i think of you know my friend the who's person, who's yeah. died and um it's lovely i um once received from my mother a plane ticket to anywhere wow that's in a the world gift. oh my god oh, it's a prog yeah. Wow. That's she, a great she gave gift. my sister and I each that. And I was. How like, do you present that gift? It was, um, like a, back in the day, it was, you know, this was a while ago. It was a ticket. Yeah. And it was just like a t- ticket certificate mm-hmm. and you could just redeem it. It was a hard ticket that, wow, that said like gift. however many dollars. Yeah. Did worth. you go to Prague by yourself? I did. That's a great gift. It was really fantastic. I love to, I love to. Like real close people, you know. Yeah. I love to like let's go somewhere, let's do this. She just said, "I love get out of town, go where you want." If I had Oprah money, I would do that. Oh, I would. Oh, if I had, I would. I have a list of things I'd like to get for people that yeah. I know. Oh, like yeah. someone who's always wanted X, you know, to go on a safari. Here you yeah, go. Here, let's let's go. Happy happy holidays. Off you go on the safari. Wouldn't that be fun? It'd be so. I have friends that have done safaris that changed their lives in terms of seeing just animals in their natural habitat and i know my my mom like has never she says like she took an overseas trip because she went to like the caribbean yeah and she like i think flying to europe or something is really scary to her and she's like oh there's plenty of beautiful things here which is true but also like i would love for her to see europe and go do stuff like that yeah yeah the other gift uh that i was given that was a a great one was um a gift of a hot air balloon ride. That's fun. I've never done that. It's it, it's is it scary. Yes, yes, okay. it is. You're in a basket with a wood plank <laughs> under you. So you're in an Easter basket. You're basically <laughs> a giant Easter basket, <laughs> wicker, whatever it is. Yeah, rope. I don't know. And there's like a plank under you, like a plywood. It feels like, and you're just. I can see that. There's being no real easy. direction. There's no steerer really. I mean, there's no steering wheel. It's you know, it's wind. It's wind and fire, but it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was very beautiful, and actually, my friends got married in the hot air balloon. Wow! Witness, and they gifted it to me as like the wedding. Their wow, yeah. It was Here's beautiful. your gift. Also, we need you to witness. Well, this. yeah, I, <laughs> I kind of didn't paper. have a choice. Yeah, yeah. And the and the um, captain of the balloon, yeah, whatever. He was the officiant. I mean, I feel like if you are a, ha- a hot air balloon captain, you should just become an officiant. Yeah, they had they had, they had champagne and everything up there. It was How many people thing. were in this balloon? Just three of us and the captain. So okay. Four. And when you land in a hot air balloon, you know, you don't just, it's not just like you, well, at least my experience, you don't get set down. You fall over. So you're like, oh, do you? Horizontal. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Everyone falls over. Because it bounces. That's cozy. So you're like, yeah, this is crazy. And you, you can't wear it. They're, they tell you don't wear a fancy dress. Don't, yeah. Because yeah. you will end up on the ground. Oh. Anyway, but it was beautiful. And it was a nice gift for me. That's you a know? cool gift. It was fun. We had a good time. So gifts, you know, they can be all kinds of things. Letters, oh, poems. You know what? A tree. You know what? One year, a friend of mine, I've talked about this in the air before. A friend of mine was having some really major financial stuff and just a tough year. And she really just, you know, she was, she was just honest about it and not, not in an awkward way at all. It was so lovely. And she wrote all of us 
these really beautiful letters. Like she really took time and each one was, I think mine was like two or three pages and it was so beautiful. Just like, here's what your friendship means to me. And it was so gorgeous. And like, what, what a treasure that, that. It, it cost her nothing, but, but a that. stamp and yeah. time. Yeah. And it was, it was such a treasure to have that gift. And I, I think that was so beautiful. The, like, don't underestimate that. Like, if you're really like, I'm so broke, I can't give anybody yeah. anything. Do that. It was lovely. That is, it makes me cry. I mean, it's so, it's so, in a way, it's so simple, but it's, it's heartfelt and it's not always easy to write those letters. I mean, Mm -hmm. it comes from a a, a sort of deep place that I, yeah. The other thing that I gave my father um, before he died was, um, before he passed away was, um, he loved Jack Nicholson. Mm -hmm. And I was at a party with Jack Nicholson once because I was fancy, if we recall, at one point in my life. And my dad was a cigar smoker and Jack Nicholson had a cigar in his pocket. And I, I asked him, I just didn't care. I mean, I was starstruck. And I said, uh, Mr. Nicholson, here's the thing. I'm from the Midwest, because people like that. I'm yeah. from the Midwest, and my father's a huge fan, and he's a cigar smoker. And he just handed me the cigar. Oh, my God. Tell your dad, I said, you know, have one on me. Yeah. And I mailed it. And he didn't smoke it. He kept it in this. Oh, was so yeah. sweet. He loved, but he, I knew it was going to make him so happy. Sure. I like making people happy. That's really sweet. Yeah. Well, Lots more to talk about. Yeah. Lots more to do. We'll be back on uh, Christmas Eve. Yep, the 24th. We've got lots of guests, but if you're really stuck for like a uh, gift idea, give us a call. We're, we're going to help you. Yeah, that'll be great. If you're super stuck and we'll you're running around elves. like, what do I get? We'll yeah. be elves. We're going to help you. You can call us and be like, okay, this is the person's deal. Oh, yes. This is what they're into. That's a great idea. That's what we're going to do on Christmas Eve. So oh, we will help. see you then at one o'clock on Christmas Eve. We're going to take a break. Get your news, all those good things back in just a bit. 720 WGN. Seven twenty WGN. Well, that's wrapping it up for us here on the stream. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy. We're that's a good jam. Dance that right good. on out of here. I know right. It's it has a good disco vibe. It to also it. has like a Latin flair. It's got everything. I mean, this is the this best song, song has ever. everything. We're going to dance it. ourselves out of here. Yeah. Anyway, we will see you. We're going to be back on Christmas Eve, 1 to 3 in for Frank Fontana. So we will see you then. Happy and wonderful holidays, everybody, and happy weekend.